0: Hey, what is going on guys? Happy Sunday, one day till Memorial Day. Welcome to the podcast. Don't forget to pay tribute to your veterans that are out there tomorrow for Memorial Day. Just remember without them, you wouldn't have all the great things that you have today because there would be no freedom and there would be nothing that you enjoy so much day to day. So make sure you give that back a little bit. Anyway, podcast Don't forget, subscribe, follow, be part of it. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, all the platforms. If you can, give us a write-up on iTunes, Spreaker, comment, whatever. It really helps us out a lot. Sure would appreciate that. On to the podcast. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Today, I've noticed... Over, I don't, probably, the maybe the last couple of months that I've been getting <laughs> a lot of feedback and semi-flack over dual-sport, enduro, adventure bikes... Now this is all the way across the board. We're going to talk. This is from YouTube to Facebook to all the platforms that are out there. You know, everybody just seems to know everything, and it's okay if that's what you want to believe. At the end of the day, just just be 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 a person. Be some somewhat <laughs> courteous. You know, um, the topic is adventure bike dual sport bike enduro bike and what is really the difference between those motorcycles you know a lot of people um pretty much know for the most part um but you know for new riders and stuff like that they hear those terms thrown around a lot and they're not 100 percent on what it is so remember knowledge is king and this will help whoever out I don't know if it'll help anybody out, but it, it it may come in, you know, handy someday if you're out and about and you're in conversation and you're either a new rider. Heck, man, you could be riding for 10 years and you still may never truly know the difference between what those motorcycles are. Well, there's three different categories in what we do as far as uh, the street slash dirt or off-road riding we have the adventure bike option, which people will categorize that as a dual sport. We have the dual sport option, which is really the the dual sport. Um, and then we have the enduro, which is, it depends. I mean, it that one's kind of a slippery slope because a, hey, we're going to get into it in a minute, a real enduro is, it's not a dual sport bike um, really at all. Um, but an adventure bike's really not a dual-sport bike either, but you can put that in the classification as a dual-sport bike. In in all reality, they're dual-purpose motorcycles, a bike that will do both worlds, street and off-road. Well, let's start with the adventure bikes, Okay. <laughs> The adventure bikes are, as far as I'm concerned, you can categorize all these as dual sport bikes one way or another. The adventure bikes are really not truly dual sport bikes, but they are, which is very weird. And that kind of throws you off a little bit. But the adventure bike are the larger motorcycles. They're made for adventure. Now, they will do street. And that's really what their main purpose is built around. They're built around the road. They're built around travel. They're really adventure touring motorcycles. And the first mindset from the manufacturer is not the dirt. Keep that in mind. I don't care what anyone tells you. It is built around the street. And what it's built around is it's built around as much comfort as possible for highway use. And once they establish that... Then they will bring in the off-road side, which is the dirt, which you know everybody wants the dual sport. And when they see the the adventure bikes, they think of the long way round or the long way down, and they think of Ewan McGregor and Charlie Borman. That's kind of where it got its claim to fame all those years ago on those big BMW bikes. Make no mistake, Charlie Borman wanted KTM until KTM basically uh, shot down their their, uh, deal, which was fantastic for BMW because that's what really kind of put BMW on the map for adventure travel, if nobody knows that. If you've never seen the movie, it's great. It's fantastic. You should see it. Everybody should at least watch it once. So they do, they build it around the road, And then once they get the road done, then they start focusing on the off-road stuff. That's why you'll see these bikes with usually no more than a 19-inch front wheel and a 17-inch rear wheel. The reason they have that tire size is because that's really about as small as you can go and still make it off-road capable when you start getting down below that that means you go to a 17 front 17 rear now they do have bikes honda has what is that That cbx 500 it does a great job and you can turn that thing into an off-road machine and it's amazing and all that stuff but you start compromising your ground clearance with that and when you get off-road it can be kind of cumbersome so adventure bikes Yeah, they are dual sport bikes because in all reality, they will go on the road. That's part of the classification. And they will go off-road. That's the other part of the classification. Dual purpose. So that's really kind of what it is. But they're not really a dual sport bike. They're called adventure bikes. So, you know, you get people to go, well, that's not that internet. Look, it is. It's a dual purpose bike. So let's just stop with the dual sport and let's just call them dual purpose bikes. And that is one. So what kind of bikes are the adventure bikes? I usually say anything more than 700cc is going to be an adventure bike. BMW 700, 800, 850s, 1200, KTM, 790s, the newer one. That is going to be an adventure bike because it is a mid-range the upper level and i usually say anything over about 425 pounds that's going to be an adventure bike because that weight keeps that bike more planted on the road and when it's on the road with that weight it doesn't take the the wind is bad it doesn't blow you around by the Um, the the semi trucks and cars and all that type of stuff. You go get a 280 pound motorcycle and get on the highway and go run and run next to a semi. Tell me how that works out for you. It's pretty freaky. If, if you're not used to that, it can, it can definitely give you a pucker factor. So, but that weight in 95% of the time, these bikes are going to be twin cylinder motorcycles. So the KTMs, like I said, the 790, uh, the 990, the 1090, 1190, 1290, Yamaha, really, the only one I know of is the Super 10 Array. They have the 700 that's coming out. That's going to be classified as one. Mm, Suzuki, the V-Strom, the 650, um, the, I know, uh, the 650, but the, it, it is, it really kind of is classified as one of those adventure travel bikes. Uh, they are highly capable off-road. I owned one. I've taken it down some pretty crazy stuff. The 1000 Suzuki V-Strom. um, God, Honda, Um uh, a twin, They just brought that back. Um, and then said like the 500s or something like that. I forget what it is. It's like a CBX 500. You can turn that into one. These are all twin-cylinder bikes. Um, just remember, they're usually pretty heavy. So if you get them off-road, they just make sure that if you're loaded, um, it's going to be an adventure when you get off-road. So adventure bikes, that's what adventure bikes. But dual-purpose, yes, they are dual-purpose. Dual-sport bikes. Moving on. What is a dual sport bike? Well, 95% of all dual sport bikes, single cylinder, made for the road, believe it or not. And they're off-road capable. But they really emphasize the dirt look, okay? (laughs) So that's why they look like dirt bikes. And that's why they call them dual sport bikes. But what really separates them From the Enduros, which we're going to get into in a minute, is the intervals or the maintenance intervals, such as valve checks, oil changes, all those things. So, but the dual purpose bikes are usually single cylinder, five speed, some are six speed, most are carburetor driven, but they're moving towards the fuel injected because they have to because of the EPA. What are the bikes? Well, my classic bike that I've owned two of them, and they're fantastic, and they do such a great job, and they just discontinued them, is the KLR 650. That is quintessentially probably the granddaddy of, of the dual sport bikes. It's been around forever. The military has used them forever. Matter of fact, they still use them. Um, the Suzuki DRZ 400, the XR650, um, God, the CRF250L, uh, the DR200, the XT250. God, I mean, it just goes on and on and on and on. But what do these all have in common? They all look like dirt bikes. They're not dirt bikes, okay? (laughs) They're not dirt bikes. For what they are and for what it is, most of them are all corked up. They're not super, super fast. And not only that, they're heavy for what they are. The 250s, you're like, oh, I'm going to 250 because it's light. They are light for a dual sport bike, but they're heavy for a dirt bike. And any guy that rides dirt bikes will even tell you that. They'll say these things are pigs. 320 pounds for a 250? Whatever, man. My 250 weighs 219 pounds. I get it. That's a dirt bike. That's the difference. So, what separates them usually is how they set them up they're set up for the epa so that means they have more stuff on them they have catalytic converters they have cats in them they have um, a much larger oil capacity usually i say a dual sport motorcycle has at least between 1.5 and 2 liters i say between one and a half quarts to two quarts my wr250f just to let you know only held like literally a half a quart of oil But that's the difference. My CRF250L from Honda holds almost a quart and a half. So whenever I do my oil changes on my CRF250L, that's about 3,000 miles. If I want to, that's give or take because I use full synthetic racing oil. But my WR250F, it's done in hours, It's not done in miles. It's done in hours. And usually if you're good to your dirt bikes and they're high performance dirt bikes, you're only going to get about two really good weekends. And then you're going to have to change the oil. So, you know, you're not really going to want to take that out on the highway. So to convert that into miles, in all reality, a WR250F, if you were to convert that to a street legal bike, you're going to be changing the oil like every three, four hundred miles. That's not gonna work. You can make it work. It just—it's not gonna be very much fun. So, usually, the more oil, the longer the maintenance interval. So, like my KTM is two quarts of oil. I can go almost five thousand miles on an oil change. But it says enduro. Is it an enduro? Uh, yes. No. How's that? Does, that? does that sum it up for everybody? So, the dual sport bikes. They look like dirt bikes. They're not really dirt bikes, but they're dirt bikes with as much comfort on the highway as they possibly can, but still keep the dirt in mind. That's really what the dual sport is on that part. Enduros. I think Enduro is thrown around way, way too much, and it's being misclassified because a true Enduro, true Enduro, it's not street legal. <laughs> it's it's not street legal. It is a dirt bike. It's a dirt bike. It has a hell light, tail light, and it has a headlight. It doesn't have a brake light. It doesn't have any of those things. It's basically they're made for endurance racing off road. Now, what they've done over the years is they started bringing in these other bikes that are considered Enduros and they've added Blinkers, a horn, and Christmas lights, as we like to call them. And they classify them as an Enduro. Now, they're still a little heavy because they have to make the emissions pass. So, are they true Enduros? Man, yes, no. I mean, it depends on who you are. But at the end of the day, if it's built... And it's put on the street and it passes emissions. It's a dual purpose bike. I don't care what anyone says. It's a dual purpose bike. Is it truly a dual sport bike? I mean, you can make any bike what you want it to be. Usually enduro bikes, their seats are like riding on two by fours. Guess what? Go get a seat concept. Now you got a comfortable bike. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, you make it what you want it to be. So at the end of the day, that's what an enduro is an enduro true enduro is just a headlight and a tail light that's it when you hit the brake the the, the tail light it doesn't light up it doesn't light up a wr450f is really kind of an enduro so is you know the wr250f uh, F, uh what is it? The uh, CRF uh, 250, whatever it is, they have one. I mean, God, there's there's several of them that are out there. But, you know, let's just stop with all the, you know, I know more than everyone else and, and quit calling, you know, Enduro's dual sports and quit calling adventure bikes, dual sports and and quit calling, um, you know, dual sports adventure bikes. And I mean, God, just stop. Just stop. It's so frustrating and irritating and it just, it just drives a me nuts. It drives a lot of people nuts. They're, I can tell you what, let's just take it all out. You're right. None of them are dual sport bikes except for the actual dual sport bikes. They're all dual purpose bikes. So that's the difference between all of them. And just know that the uh, newer Enduros, they're the ones that are being classified as Enduros that are street legal. They're really, they're high performance dual sport bikes. That's it. They're high-performance dual-sport bikes. In my opinion, you can sit there and word it any way you want to. Uh, But if it goes on the street and it's made for the dirt, it's a dual-purpose bike, period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I don't care what you say. Uh, You can sit there and try to word it any way you want to. Uh, I don't care. You're wrong. So, But anyway, so the three bikes that are out there, they're all dual-sport slash dual-purpose motorcycles. And... There's so many of them out there, and they're all awesome. So you you win with any of those bikes. I just don't think that you lose with any motorcycle that you want to get that is a dual-purpose capable motorcycle. So those are the difference if you don't 100% know. And it doesn't matter who you talk to. (laughs) Tomato, tomato. (laughs) It doesn't you're right. Whatever, however you want to classify it. So, but anyway, don't forget our podcast Sundays and Thursdays, uh, videos Tuesdays and Fridays, and don't forget YouTube.com/slash six ninety eighty v six ninety eighty edv at Gmail.com. Don't forget to like, subscribe, um, be part of it. Follow all of our podcasts from all the platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. Give us a write-up, some comments. Man, sure would appreciate it. It helps out a lot. Um, Anyway, my name's Joe. Thanks for stopping in. Thanks for listening. And I hope this sums up a little bit. And uh, that gives you a little bit of fuel if you get into some kind of debate with somebody about adventure bikes slash dual sport bikes slash enduro bikes. Appreciate your time. You guys have a great Memorial Day. Be safe. Support your troops. And thanks so much. You guys have a fantastic Sunday.